Are you ready? Stay like that, then your toes won't hurt. <laughs> One, two, three, and four. Welcome to the RSVP Maybe podcast, where we are always unfiltered and unapologetic. Navigating life's messes as modern day women. I'm Brooke. And I'm Anna, and we're so glad you're here. Second beat. <laughs> Gotta start with it. Just jamming out over here. That's of course. Fine. It's just another day. Just another manic Thursday, Tuesday, Monday, whatever, whatever the day, day is. It doesn't matter. It all blurs together. Blurs together all the time, every day. Mm-hmm. It's my life. One big blur of, holy shit, it's 5.30 or 6 at night. And then, <laughs> Where holy did the shit, day I have to put the kid's little one to bed. And then, my God, it's 1 a.m. What's happening? Mm-hmm. That's my life. Mm-hmm. In a quick synopsis. In a nutshell. In a nutshell. Right. feels right. It feels right. So today, um, well, when this airs, it will be uh, World National Mental Health Day, yes. which I think is like super um, important, obviously, for a myriad of reasons. But um, one, I think it's great that it's got its own day. Like, I like that things have their own days now, whereas they didn't like to sell- be celebrated. Oh, yeah. There's like a day for everything these days. Yeah, I know. Like cheeseburger day, hot right? dog day. Just random shit. Grilled cheese day, cookie but I'm dough like day. here for it. Well, yeah, I mean, some things it's like, remember, we found out it was like, didn't you find out it was like National Margarita Day or something? Oh, yeah, that's for sure a thing. Hmm. There's some weird days out there, though. But like, why does all of that stuff need a day? I really don't know. It's a good question. I feel like any day could be National Margarita Day if you make it. Well, yeah, or Hot Dog Day. I mean, who doesn't like a hot dog? It's been a long time since I've had a hot dog. But you'd eat one. Sure. If offered. Yeah, who says no to a hot dog? See what I'm saying? <laughs> Vegetarian, maybe. Hard-hitting conversations today. Um, no, um, I think it's... What's interesting is the um, the growth, I think, in every avenue of mental health fields for um, diagnoses. Because I read my handy-dandy article that I'm just verifying my fact-checking that... Um, one in five women is now uh, diagnosed with a mental health illness post-COVID. I feel like that makes sense. COVID so, did a number on everybody. Well, yeah, and d- depression obviously being the most common diagnosed mental health issue. So I also think, like, like it's interesting because twice as many women ex- are experiencing depression than men. Really? Which I think is interesting. Do we think that, I want to say, do we think that's factual or do we think, again, it comes back to like the men don't want to show like weakness, air quotes, so they're not. I think it might be factual because men get over things a hell of a lot easier than women do. They don't hold on to things as as hard as we do, I think. And their brains are very solo focused. Oh my God, I know. So like, whereas we are 50 million things at Mm -hmm. once, Mm -hmm. they're like, so if they're at work, they're, you know they're what I at mean? Work and they're not thinking, yeah, it would, must be nice. <laughs> to just focus on, on your job. Men, tell us what that's like. What please. would that be like? Well, how does that happen? <laughs> how did that become your life? Yeah. And how do we get there? 
I don't think we do. I don't think we're capable of it. No, my husband's dad died, and he was at work the next day. I was like, what are you, do- oh what my are God. you doing? Your dad just died. He's like, I have uh, clients. I can't not. I'm like. It's like the compartmentalizing. Yeah. That and he like would break down, down like, yeah. in the bathroom at night, but then he would get up and, like, be back at work. And I'm like, not, I didn't even function. Not mm-hmm. even my dad. It's my father-in-law. But I was, like, laid out for three days, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think that, like, I feel like anxiety for women would be higher than depression, quite frankly, but I guess they go hand in hand, but they're different diagnoses, I guess. Yeah, I do feel They're not the same diagnosis. No, they're not, but I do feel like more often than not, they do go hand in hand. Like, they're usually diagnosed with both. I don't know if I know anyone who's diagnosed with one and not the other. I have a friend who's just depression, Um, but I don't know if she recognizes social anxiety you know because some people have high functioning anxiety they don't realize that it is in fact anxiety then um there's intimate partner violence is up to one in three women who've experienced that since covid so that's awesome um if i like it's and or stalking by an intimate (laughs) partner in addition to the stigma and shame um often experienced you know which is true causes major mental uh breakdown mm-hmm. um i think it's weird too that women have more this is an interesting fact just throwing it out there but women have more side effects to antidepressants than men interesting i think it's interesting i wonder how that works i don't know i i it's got to be something based off of your I mean, medicine, it's science. I don't know. Don't ask me to get sciencey, please. I don't have the time to get sciencey. That requires like a PDF and some research if you want me to be sciencey so I can pretend I know what I'm fucking talking about. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think the thing is, is that since, since COVID, right? Because I fucking hate even having to say it. I had this discussion with someone today at Kohl's when I was there trying to fight with the people at Sephora there. Because did anyone know that Sephora is in Kohl's now? Because it is. I went in it. Yes. Um, they don't have all of the lines that they carry, but they, I mean, it's it's Sephora. Is it, like, big? Yeah. It's huge. It's bigger than the Village, where we live locally. Really? Bigger. Twice as big. Wow. It's unreal. In the flat in the middle of the store, How like do a they big have square. Stuff for that. It's all, they have it blocked off. It's like its own walled area, its own square wow. inside a square. Because our coals is a square, so a square inside a square. <laughs> Aren't all coals like a square? I feel like all stores are. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it, some could be an L shape or elongated or triangular. What is this conversation? Parallelograms? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, my point is, is I had to have this discussion with someone, you know, at Kohl's because I ran into a friend of mine's mom from high school, and um, I haven't seen Pam Cakes in forever. And I, she's talking about COVID and then the grandkids and then the kids. And I'm just like, man, I'm, like, really sick of having this discussion. And she's like, well, our country really did a fucking number on us with this virus. <laughs> She's not wrong. I'm like, Pam, I'm not getting into because she's like, well, New World Order. I'm like, I'm not getting into it. Not in the middle of polls, right? buy the Sephora in the checkout. It's not happening. <laughs> and not the time or the place. No. I mean, here. I think that there is a very clear line anymore of bef- pre-COVID, 
post-COVID. And I'm assuming that people like pre-D-Day, post-D-Day kind of felt the same, like Mm -hmm. it's the same thing. Like there was life before this, then there's life after this event, right? That affected the whole entire world. So there's Mm -hmm. actually not many World War I, two. I'm not good at history. Pearl Harbor. I don't think that had to do with World War II. No, it was I, 47 was after the war. You were asking them. So no, that side. started the Korean, the Jap- war against the Japan, Japanese. I'm sorry, I just sounded like an you, ignorant I'm idiot. I'm pretty sure I like almost failed history class. So. Well, anyways, <laughs> D-Day would be one, and I only know D-Day because, uh, or Pearl Harbor Day, sorry, because my uncle's birthday is literally, he was born on Pearl Harbor Day. Ah. Um, so I think that, there's before and after, right? And um, a lot of times you talk about this when people experience trauma, like there's going to be a period of time where it's before and then there's after the fact. And that's just the way it's going to be because you your brain will never be the function the way that it was before something happened. Yeah, you're not the same person. And I feel like I'm not the same person I was pre-COVID. I feel like I have kind of been lost really for a while, just like floating around trying to keep doing the same old shit. Part of me wishes I had a job like my husband where it was so scheduled and regimented because then I at least would Routine have that like, the, whatever, like yeah. to stick to. But like when you're your own boss, it's like a... Meh, 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 meh. That's kind of my theme song is kind of like I picture like... That's how the past two years have been if you're curious. Um, but I do feel like I'm coming out of a funk, although I, it's interesting because um, I am very social, so I chat, 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 talky, talk, talk to yeah, everybody. No. Never would have guessed. Never. And pre-COVID, I used to like to enjoy to, to do things and go places and out to dinner and like all these things. And even events at my kids' schools and stuff. And now I'm like... But and then it's weird because once I get there, I have a great time and I feel like lit up and I'm like like excited because I have the energy of like all these people around me. But getting there is so much more difficult than it ever was before, for me. I don't know. I think I always kind of hated doing things. (laughs) Yeah, that didn't change for me. It did for me for sure because I like really am like dread try and figure out how I can bail how I can cancel this is why and then, you RSVP well, maybe correct well and then but that's like the not classy to do I my friend had to harass me the other day to ask me if we were coming to her wedding and I was like what and she's oh like I have to put in the count today <laughs> and I'm like didn't Jeff respond okay I feel like wedding's a different story but I'm talking like no 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 but like in theory, non-committal, right? Like I was like, can't we just say maybe? Right. It's a second wedding. It's a smaller wedding. Oh, yeah. Fine. No, we you can't because not with a wedding for sure. Like or showers, God. I didn't even like my own showers. I didn't even want to attend my own showers. My mother had to force me to go to them. Um, but I think that it's so weird how everyone seems to be apprehensive or not apprehensive but like yeah I'm good I don't need to do that right right yeah I think so I mean I don't need to do this today because I don't want to do this today I feel like that is an important thing though like I mean I feel like for so long a lot of us speaking mostly to myself here (laughs) but did things even if we didn't want to do them because 
I don't know, obligation or people pleasing or what it is. But like, I feel like it's good if people are starting to be like, I don't want to. What's that one um, episode in Friends where Phoebe's like, oh crap, what did she say? Something like, thanks I'd love to, but, or thanks I don't, oh crap, now I gotta look it up. Of course. It's gonna drive me nuts. I take time for yourself, take time for yourself, please. Huh? And don't take some time for yourself. <laughs> Go ahead. No, th- these are we the have all the time things. in the world. Um, no, I think that um, it's it is interesting um, where people fall on the no factor, but also the overwhelm factor has something to do with that too. I think, but um, no, I agree. I'm not gonna be able to find it. God damn it! Oh no, I did. She said, "Oh, I wish I could, but I don't want to." Yeah, I feel like that. That's a vibe. Yeah, it's your vibe. <laughs> it's for sure, my vibe. Um, it's a vibe. I think. I think people. The, there's a different culture, obviously. So before COVID, I did a lot of lunch and learns at a lot of corporate offices, and there were so much like overwhelm and like. Burnout. Or just the mom. I did a lot of like moms, new mom, like groups that were at these companies, and like the moms are like fritzed and they can't even imagine taking on one more thing. And then the boss wants them to do one more thing. And so they do it because Mm -hmm. you don't want to lose your job because if you're the one making the health insurance, like you have an added pressure on yourself. And I think it's so funny because people, one good thing maybe that's come from COVID is that people realize like they don't have to be in an office all day, every day. Like they are definitely demanding a more um, flexible work schedule Mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, understandable that some companies want you in the office, but most of them, most people are saying like, I'm, I'll come in three days. I'm home Mm -hmm. too. Like, you know, like I'm going to do this flex thing so that I'm home because I think people realized how much they were gone. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Well, yeah, you've got the commute time or whatever, and I think a lot of people realize too how much more productive they can be at home. Not me, but other people. <laughs> I mean, I can be productive. Some I have like these surges where I get like three months worth of shit done in like two days, and then I don't do anything again for like nine months. Basically, <laughs> that feels right. That's basically what happens. <laughs> Um, but I think that there's, you know, obviously we've touched base on the fact that there's so much that needs to be changed within the dynamic of our healthcare system, specifically pertaining to mental health. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's so fractured and broken and not because the people who work within these industries want it to be that way. It just is how the insurance companies declare that it's going to be, or if this, areas don't have places to send people or the staff to be able to provide mm-hmm. the needs of the patient, whatever it is. Um, it's not the the fact that the people who work in these industries don't care about people. It's literally cannot handle the capacity of people that need some type of inpatient treatment or, um, yeah, well, here, well, I was calling this place, right, for somebody to go this place very nice, very nice, top, highly, highly, highly rated mental health trauma facility that offers workshops and also offers, like, an inpatient, like, 45-day stay, right? Mm -hmm. And 
you call in on their website, and I'm not going to name the site because I don't want to, it's a reputable, they're an incredible site. They do incredible things. But it specifically states on the site, if you can't make the financial obligation, we are more interested in helping you heal from trauma, move forward with your mental health and get a proper mm-hmm. like diagnosis, et cetera, et cetera, then we are the money. So when I call and I say, okay, well, this person has no health insurance, they also are a little bit on the um, broke side because they've been um, unemployed, whatever. And the lady then tells me, well, normally it's $69,000 for 45 days. And with a, like, let's look at your insurance. Oh, your insurance is out of state. If it's Blue Cross Blue Shield in Michigan, we can't take it. So nope, won't be covering that. But we can maybe look at see what the what the payment department or billing whatever collections department will do for for her. And I'm like, oh okay, do they have like scholarships? I'm thinking like scholarships, right. like grants, like something past people who donate, like giving whatever. money. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like some type of some fund that they're dipping into. She's like, okay, I was I was able to talk to somebody and I was able to get it for um, like forty seven thousand. Because that's a discount. I was like, that's more than she makes in a year. Still, like, right. why? How is that a deal? Why do you have to be rich to get help? Well, uh, the one, yeah, that's obvious. But two, why are insurance companies so stupid that they can't figure out how to just fucking cover stuff for people? Is it that they can't figure it out, or they don't want to? Well, they don't want to. But you know, I think I was going through with my health insurance provider. The, I was having an argument with my uh, health insurance people because I have paid 26000 My husband and I have private health care. We pay for it ourselves. Okay, we are, He's a contractor. I'm a contractor. Whatever. We have paid $26,000 to the insurance company, and yet I still have fifteen grand in medical mm-hmm. bills that we've been paying on top of that. That's like forty grand this yep. year that we have spent in medical stuff. And we're not like sick. My kids aren't sick. We do go to a psychiatrist. I mean, I'm on um, antidepressant. My husband is, um, you know, but his doesn't count because he was, my husband has a brain injury. So he was hit by a car when he was 14. And he has like a deal from the time he was 14 to forever that this one insurance provider takes care of anything that like is TBI related, right. which is what he basically is a medicated for. Stuff, yeah. um, and it's like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. No, insurance is oh, maddening. Well, and it's mental health coverage is a joke. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a joke. I don't. There's no other way for me to say it kindly. The fact that it's not helpful. If it's made up to be helpful, it's not helpful. No. And so why are you still existing? And why are we the people still buying into this bullshit and paying these companies to do nothing for us? Right. On the flip side, why are local governments not battening down and getting more mental health facilities, outpatient, inpatient, whatever, uh, that are modernized with practices that are done today right. and different modalities that are used and practiced today as opposed to... I don't know, locking someone in a hospital room and just medicating them and drugging them up for, like, 72 hours and then sending them home. Because, like, to me, it's, like, mind-blowing. doesn't make any sense. No. I could go on a very long rant about the the mental health system these days. Well, yeah, and women are 
always have more mental health than men, obviously, because we carry the brunt. I had a conversation today with a neighbor um, this morning who was just talking about, like, I, I, do, I did all the things, or I do all the things, and I, um, I cooked, I cleaned, I, I clothed the kids, I dressed, and she's got these cute little adorable kids, and she dresses alike every day. <laughs> They're, like, adorable. But um, she's like, and I like doing that stuff, but then there's other stuff, like, why can't my husband just help me? Like, why can't he help me? And so I say, have you told him that you needed help? And she's like, I say, I'm tired. I'm doing all this. And he's like, yeah, moms are tired. That's what oh they do. God. I was like, noted. Ooh, I don't know how I would have responded to that. I mean, I don't know how I would have responded to that. My husband will look at me and be like, okay, well, I'll do it. And then I get more rage hateful because he just sits there not getting up to do not it. Not actually doing it. Um, but I, I don't know how I would handle that. Like, moms, yeah, moms are tired. Moms are very tired. But, um... Isn't there something you, like I say to Jeff all the time, you could take the garbage out regularly. You could come up from your, I call him the troll under the stairs in the basement because that's where his office is. And like, you know, Dora, the grumpy old troll who lives under the bridge. Like I, like, and he comes up, whatever. So I am like, you know, you sit down there all day. When you come up at night, maybe you could, like, scan and assess. And he, he hates when I say scan and assess because he's like, I'm not your employee. I'm like, well, I'm just trying to give you a visual. Scan and assess. Scan and assess. Like, let's see, like, what you could do to be helpful to me. Because half the time, here's the thing. I like to be in control. So I don't need you to take over tasks for me necessarily. Some days, yes, I do, mm -hmm. right? What I need you to do is know that there's five dishes sitting in the sink and they need to be put away. So put them away. Well, I think the other thing is that do men even see, like, I don't even think they see that stuff. No. They just, like, it doesn't exist to them or they just look over. Like, it, they don't no. even see it. No, they don't. Unless they're the type A, you know, a hyper uh, compulsive, obsessive, whatever. But that's a whole other episode. <laughs> whole other thing. Um, but I think that. There's an aspect of being a woman that is so complicated, like the brain fatigue that you feel is so real. Ugh. I mean, hormones yeah. and let's say you even even pre-kids at work and hormones and dating and like all the things that you have on top of work and you're just one thing you have to do work, mm -hmm. right? Like all the things that go on top of that become exhausting and draining. And then you add dating getting married, having a family, mm -hmm. taking care of the family, making sure everyone's provided for. Like, not provided, like, financially, but their emotional needs. Because right. as a mom, that's your jam and a wife. Like, mm -hmm. you're wanting to make sure everyone's got what they need, right? I don't know. I feel like the fatigue for women, even, like, some women are so just tired of even attempting to figure out what the fuck is wrong with them. Because one, as we talked about last week, they've been misdiagnosed. Mm -hmm. Two, they just, to even think about going to see someone to be it's diagnosed is like overwhelming. Like, forget it. It's not happening. Yeah. And it's also, again, it's not, I feel like it's it's not made easy for us to do. No. To like find, to I don't know, to find one, the insurance thing, right? And two, to find the right people to help. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's way harder than it should be. It's 10 times harder than it should be. Why can't I just make an appointment and have an assessment and be done with it and get the medication sent to my doctor or right. to my pharmacy? Right. It's got to be these series of steps. First, you got to fill out the 50 fucking page oh manual for paperwork. Please then you've got to yeah. get all your insurance information into them, of course. And then you've got to get your emergency contacts into them. I mean, the paperwork alone makes me want to, like, actually, I'm having a physical reaction <laughs> to it right now. It's so obnoxious. Yeah, it is. Like HIPAA, vi- I don't need to sign 50 HIPAA forms. I know the drill. Thank what are you. you doing with them? Nothing. Wants to cover their own ass, obviously. Well, but, you know, I just feel like there, and then you have women who stay home and don't work, and, and there's a whole nother like layer of added mental stress and loneliness that, that they feel being home alone and feeling isolated. Um, and lack of worth there because their friends, some of them still work, so they don't feel like they um, are a person anymore of any value because they're no longer doing the job they did before they had a baby, and now all they do is take care of a baby and talk to a baby right? and cook for their husband and then talk to the baby. And when they talk to their husband, they're talking about the baby. Like, there's no... I feel really... I always feel really sad for new moms, like whether it's your first or your third kid, like it's just such a grind when you Mm -hmm. have a baby. Like all great things, there's so many amazing things, but there's so many fluctuations of emotions that women go through with your hormones rebounding back, postpartum stuff, and then trying to like adapt to the new normal. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. And then if you stay home and then you you have another one, then you've got two, like, oh God, I could. I've always had to do something outside of my house not full-time always but like mm-hmm. always had some type of routine where like uh pre-covid i was i had wednesdays home and then i worked four days in an office so like i there's no way i have ever been i'm not the type like i get i'm like shut the fuck up <laughs> get them away from me like i can't yeah even when they're little like they're stage five clinging that day like I can't handle being touched for that long I just am on sensory overload like it's too much yeah and it's not their fault obviously they're children and by the way when I say that about my kids I say it lovingly because I love my children very much but I have a very my threshold once it gets met it's done I'm Mm -hmm. done please do not speak to me please do not come near me please do not grab me nothing yes Stay 10 feet away. Well, my 17-year-old would crawl crawl back in my uterus if I let her. (laughs) She's, like, always, like, I'm, like, what's going on? And then I feel bad because she, like, wants me to, like, be, you know, spooning her or hugging her or whatever. And I'm, like, (sighs) I just want to be left alone. But I really, and then I'm, like, well, she's going to be gone next year and I'm going to regret that I said that. But, like, it's just interesting because it's the type of day I've had. If it's been a day where I'm overstimulated and I'm done and I'm tapped out, I can't give her what she needs, and that's unfortunate. But I feel like at least I'm honest about it. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I know that you're having a day. I see that you're having a day. I, what do you want me to do about your day? Because God forbid I give <laughs> a you know some advice, oh, some yeah. guidance, some any words that are not you're a hundred percent correct in this situation. All right. Um, you know, sitting there with her is fine, but then she just doesn't, then she gets mad. There's like this no win situation for me. And it's such a mental drain. Um, when you deal with the guilt of like, oh my God, like I literally cannot listen to this for two more seconds. 
about a kid at work and his girlfriend. Like, I don't care. Oh, yeah, I've heard some of those stories, and I'm like, I don't zone care. out. I don't care. <laughs> you don't care I about the crew at Panera? through high school. I've been there, and I've done that, and I have no I interest hear about in listening. I'm not one of these moms that's, like, vicariously, like, oh, my God, that's, like, that's how I was when I was in high school. Like, no. <laughs> I've done it. I do not need to go back to it. Don't want the drama. I feel that. No. It's, like, and, and, and the stuff kids today worry about, I'm sorry. I'm sure my parents said this, but I feel like it's just fucking dumb. Why? Why can you guys not figure this out? I don't this know. is why. This no, yeah, this is bombs. why. They have no ability to think. Like when I was a kid, people used to say you're book smart, you're street smarts. Like right. and I'd always be like, Oh, I'm kind of book smart, but I'm definitely street smart. Like right. I can figure out a way to get to where what I need to get to, right? Mm-hmm. Like no matter what. Going through a tunnel, crawling through a sewer, <laughs> like all the stuff that we did as kids, you know, to like get to the end yeah, result. Figure it out. Today, no. Not at all. No. I get called if Grubhub is running 10 minutes oh my late. God. Well, it's uh, no. also the instant gratification. Well, yeah. And then the GPS being kind of, I'm My daughter got her license, and I'm like, let's learn the five-mile radius <laughs> around our house. Let's learn the roads. And she's like, why? I can just have the GPS on. Oh, my God. And I'm like, no, you literally cannot. You need to know what, the, where yes. you're going. Well, yeah, what happens when you're, like, in the middle of nowhere and you don't have cell phone service? <laughs> What are you gonna do? My kid's biggest big fear is maps. the blackout of 2003. You still were little. The blackout of 2003 was three days of nothing no power, no cell service, no nothing. The entire grid on the East Coast and Midwest went down, and the whole East Side through Wisconsin was out of power. I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. It was a real thing. It happened. Maybe days. I just blocked it out of my head. Well, you were young, too. It wouldn't have really mattered to an 11-year-old. Yeah. Like, what yeah. the fuck would... Or a 9-year-old. Te- Something like that. 94? Yeah. So, 03? Math. I don't do math. I don't either. <laughs> whatever that is. Yeah, whatever. So, yeah, you were like 10. Yeah. So, it wouldn't... You wouldn't have cared. Plus, you lived in Amishville anyways. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, like, anywho... Yes, my horse and buggy. It was in the summer, so you were probably camping anyways. Because they camped that a lot. Oh, feels right. We are Why? stopped. Yeah. That's okay, that's okay, that's okay, because it's recording again. Sorry, YouTubing it up, guys. Um, so, anyways, but my kids... Literally, I, we, Jeff and I have talked to them about this, and my kids' biggest... Fear is that that's like this is like some zombie apocalypse story oh that I've told them. Like, Paisley's like, What did you do? <laughs> what did you do? I'm like, Well, um, nothing. I don't, I we don't did think nothing. It- and but actually, my friend and I left and we went um, up north and went like a bunch of us just went camping and like down the river because mm-hmm. like we had no power anyway. So yeah. one time I camped for three days straight, just that's it. I don't think I could picture you camping. No, I'm not a camper. I mean, I'm not either, but... Not a camper. I'm a glamper, maybe. Maybe. Nah. I don't like bugs. I want a cabin. Give me a cabin with a view. I like those glamping yurt tent things, so those are those cool. Those are kind of cool. And yeah. those tents in Tennessee that I showed you, those are cool, like the cabin-y. The, yeah, but yeah. they're, like, more, like, rustic-y-ish. But it's, yeah, it's definitely a little bougie. Yeah. That's like, what I like. Well, whatever. I'm not a tent person, okay? Well, no. You want to know why? Because I had to go to a camp when I was 14. Oh, God. Um... 
And I was forced to go to it. And it was like, the, I had to go on this solo with a tarp and a piece of rope. Like, never again. I had five ticks. Like, they had to get out of me. Yeah. It's horrible. So anyways, mental health. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just talking about my trauma here. No, so I, like, will have times where there's... I'm so drained, and I don't know, maybe other people will understand or can say that they, maybe I'm not, not the only one, um, who I just can't. When I have had my met my threshold, and I will be honest, since COVID, there is a very big difference of what my threshold is. Is it less or more? Way less. My threshold for, for anything is way mm-hmm. less. It's way diminished. So I understand why my kids get frustrated, particularly my 17-year-old, because, like, I am different, and I know that I'm different, mm-hmm. and I know that my stress level is different, and it's really all like a lot of pressure I put on myself to begin with. But there are days that are just shitty, and like I have to like breathe for a minute, and mm-hmm. I just need a minute. Oh yeah, and that's totally valid. I feel like there's a part of me too that you know is kind of trying to set her up because she's not going to be living here next year. Not going to cry, are but we like sure about that. Yeah. <laughs> She's not supposed to be. She's going to school, she said. Um, no, but I think that that is part of the problem, though, since COVID. Like, I can't be the only person who feels no, that way. No, there's no way. Right? Yeah. I, I mean, I, my threshold for everything. I Fucking Marshalls well, line makes me want my brain and my head. I literally can picture it exploding, like, in the line. Like, why are we all standing here? Like, Herded cattle at the Marshalls. Everybody lining up. Immediately, no. And here, I like Marshalls. I like a good find. I grew up, my mom took us to TJ Maxx and Marshalls like all the time. I was sort of anti it for a minute, but you get some good finds if you There's are in the mood dig, to troll yeah, through. Yeah. The home goods is always good. Oh, yeah. I, you don't have to dig in any part of the home goods stuff. It's always clutch. But the fucking line at that place <laughs> makes me want to, I'll go pay $500 for something to not wait in that oh, stupid yeah. ass line. I don't have the patience. And I got into it with a lady at Marshall's the other day. I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> apparently people forgot that like illness is a thing. And she's all sick, touching the register, touching my things. And then the manager comes over in front of me. I'm a customer, right? Uh-huh. He's like, I know, I know you've got a fever and stuff, so what? you can go home. And I was like, I'm sorry. Did you just say she I'm had a fever? Sorry. COVID is rampant right now. Like, I'm not afraid of COVID, okay? I just don't want to be sick. My family's well, yeah. been, like, one of us has been sick, like, sitting ducks for, like, the past, it's like, just five like weeks, six weeks. Yeah, yeah. Rotating. rotating from one person to the next. I don't want to be sick. You just touched all my stuff. You have a fever. You're not even wearing a mask. Yeah. You don't have to wear a mask if you're not sick. If you're sick and your work is forcing you to come in to work when you're sick, wear a mask. And then tell every customer how sick you are so that they bitch at the managers. Oh, yeah. Human decency. But that I mean, doesn't here, I know there's a labor shortage. I get it. I understand. But we don't need to start another pandemic with some other wackadoodle illness because people uh-huh. are working sick again. Yeah. I used to work with the flu. Oh, yeah. Pre-COVID, I, I would be, like, on my deathbed. I remember. Like, not breathing, like, green, yes. like, just 101-degree fever at work. Like, mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've worked with a fever. I think I even worked, like, trying to pass a kidney stone. That wasn't fun. Doesn't surprise me. Just, like, sitting on Norco at the desk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> no big deal. 
totally fine. But I mean, here, that's the thing, right? Like, I think post-COVID, the thing that is most prominent, or I want to say optimistic for women's health, and then we'll wrap it up because I'm trying to stay under this timeline limit thing, um, is that I think we know as women what we're willing, what our threshold is. Mm -hmm. We know that it's less than what it was. We know that we can't we can't continue doing what we did, so mm -hmm. we're not going to try. We're demanding more flexible work schedules. We're demanding more time with our families. We're demanding uh, better pay, better health insurance for the work that we are doing. Mm -hmm. Right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Feels right. Yeah. It can be taken to the wrong extreme. I had somebody telling me about how they had an employee who worked for them. And the employee had to be by themselves for two days while they had a procedure done. Mm -hmm. um, and they were the management, obviously. And the person stopped responding to calls and showing up for clients. And mm -hmm. my friend was, like, freaking out and was like, what's going on? The person was ghosting them, not answering. So they thought, she what? thought they quit, right? Like, they quit. Yeah. Well, this young 20-something, she finally gets a hold of her and she says, what are you doing? I thought you, I, you just said you wanted more responsibility. Right. What are you doing? She said, well, I just got so lonely being alone that I. So what? She just left? I got lonely and it made me sad. So what? So she left. But these are the things that make mental health get a bad rap. Yeah. She just left. She was lonely. That's my new excuse for everything <laughs> with this one friend. I'm always like, sorry, I, I'm lonely. I can't. Oh, I'm too lonely. I'm too lonely. I can't. Can you imagine saying that to a boss? No. I no, didn't show up to my meetings or to my to our customers because I, I was, was lonely. lonely. No, again, entitlement. Listen, there is when I used to have to interview people for the chiropractic office, I've never wanted to put my head through a wall more than interviewing like reading resumes and interviewing people. I never thought I would have to tell someone, you cannot show up to work in a crop top. And yet I did. Multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I think it's the entitlement adds to it, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. Because mental health matters. That's the thing that, that really is the struggle, is it's, it's real. It's a real problem. And it's a real problem for the people who have to caretake for those people with severe mental illnesses. Um, it's a problem that these peop most people with severe mental health disorders end up committing suicide or die by their time they're 50, 51. Um, there's so many ways to sort of corral this, I feel like, that are not what we have in, in place now. Mm -mm. And finding support. Here, you should support your employees. You should not treat your employees like shit. If your employees are parents or they're animal parents or they have anxiety problems or they have documented stuff diagnoses it should be assumed that they can do as long as they get whatever they need done done on time right. it doesn't fucking matter how they get it done right where they get it done yeah it just needs to be done right yeah and just have more tolerance like it's really great that these companies these big corporate offices offer these lunch and learns and they have all these fairs at lunch and they have all these people come in and coaches come in and 
all kinds of motivational whatever and health whatever and then you have the the slave drivers who are so smart they put the fucking pharmacy in the office the pharmacy the gym the daycare the grocery store so you can basically live there, live there. It, it, people think it's like this in in theory you're like god isn't that awesome and then when you see when yeah. i'm always like no it's literally not awesome why do they have all that stuff in there let's think about this but you don't have an excuse to go home correct so don't let your work push your mental health, man, because it's not worth it. And I think that watching people struggle from real disorders is so soul-crushing. Um, as a friend, as a mom, as a, whatever role you play in the person's life, it's so hard to watch somebody not be able to, like, adjust. Mm -hmm. either. And then the meds. The meds all take no, time. Like, there's no, like, you know... It's not like you get on a, a antidepressant and anxiety medication, and within a day you're like, "No, it's so usually glad they gave me that. Weeks, That's awesome, right?" It's usually weeks or longer, and then it's also if that even if that medication even like you respond well to it, right? Because you may not. Dude, medication changes are a bitch. It's ridiculous. So, make sure you connect with your mental health mm -hmm. on a personal level. Like really, like evaluate where you're at if you feel overwhelmed or if you ever have to say the sentence to yourself I want just it shouldn't be this hard mm. it shouldn't be this hard whether it's parenting whether it's marriage whether it's work whether it's your interpersonal relationship with yourself whatever it is if you have to say the sentence it shouldn't be this hard please go see a doctor mm. please it's the chances are it's it's depression it's anxiety it's something out of your control that you may need a little help with. I don't care if it's a holistic doctor who's going to give you, you know, tinctures or whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. Just please go see someone and get some help with it because it, it shouldn't be that hard mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. And, and you, then the longer you wait, the heavier it gets and the, the more alone you feel. And it's just like a downward spiral. Yeah. So that's all we got today. Don't downward spiral. Don't fall into the abyss. Yeah. Keep it. Keep it. Real peppy and real you know this that's a peppy thing Are we just, didn't do it there i suck at this thing <laughs> anyways everyone have a good uh, a good week we'll see you next week yes keep it real bye i like the hay mm -hmm. hey blast wait did i just do it yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bye. <God. laughs>